to another episode of Basketball Daddy Podcast. This is a special episode for Vince Carter fans. I'm a Vince Carter fan back in the days. And when I look into his numbers in the career, he had a Hall of Fame career, I feel like. In his prime, when he was all-star, he was close to 25 points per game, five rebounds, four assists, more than a steal, almost a block, effective field goal percentage was close to 50, 46% field goal percentage, almost 80%, near 80% from the free throw for all those years when he was an all-star. His best year, two of his best year, one of them was uh, in 2000 and 2001 when he was in Toronto, 27 points, five and a half rebounds, four assists, one and a half steals, and one block. He also had a field goal percentage of 46%. His free throw was at 76%. But his first year with New Jersey, he played 57 games. That's when he was traded from Toronto. That was in 2005. And for the 57 games, he averaged 27 points, almost six rebounds almost five assists, one and a half steals, almost a block, half a block. He also shot 46% also. He shot 82%, almost 82% from free throw. His three-pointers were at a 40-plus percent rate. So I think, all in all, fantasy-wise, that has to be his best season. So those are his two top season fantasy-wise in the NBA. Now, of course, outside fantasy, he was one of the most electric player in the NBA. In-game dunk, stamp dunk contest. Just his style of play was very fun to watch. And even Carl Malone stated like he would pay money to watch Vince Carter play. That's high praise from Carl Malone. Now, Vince Carter, to me, still represents the best shooting guard that I've seen. I know he came out of UNC and there were a lot of expectations and comparison to Michael Jordan. He made his own reputation. He was a good scorer, all-around player. But his style was very entertaining. And he was always a good guy. He was always a nice guy. Somewhat like mother's boy, very nice all his teammates nobody ever you know, had anything bad to say about him he was almost like set the standard for a modern superstar that you see today like the LeBrons like the Giannis like the James Harden not a lot of off-field drama like he had no off-field drama he had no off-court drama nothing like a Sean Kemp or or like a Ricky Davis, nothing like that. Um, he was very clean, and I guess he was one of the first really clean superstars in the NBA starting from the 2000s. And a lot of NBA superstars right now are very clean, um, not a lot of off-court trouble, that kind of standard. And Vince Carter was very good. Now, competition-wise, there are a lot of questions about whether he was competitive, whether he took basketball as a priority. 
And I say, yeah, of course he did. Why else would he play so well? I think he also had a perspective of life that puts priority on also his education, on his life outside NBA, outside basketball, and that made him more of a complete human being. And for maybe the most hardcore competitive fans, maybe that comes off as not being competitive. Maybe he didn't have you know the, the Jordan instincts or the killer instincts, but he definitely did have the talent. But nobody has killer instincts like Jordan or Kobe or the likes of those guys. But Vince Carter was very good. Was a superstar and in in the clutch, you know, I give him the ball. Everybody knows to guard Vince Carter at the end of the game. You know he can kill you anywhere. You know he can shoot threes. He has two threes in some of his prime seasons, and that was when threes wasn't a big thing. He averaged two threes. So. He was a very complete player, made more threes than Michael Jordan, and you know he averaged a lot of good stats all around. So he's a very good all-around player, especially when he was in New Jersey playing with Jason Kidd. And for him to in Toronto, for him to bring Toronto single-handedly into the radar of the NBA, you know nobody knew where Toronto is, where the Raptors play. David Salomai was the first star player they have, and after that, it was all Vince Carter. And after Vince Carter, they didn't have much until recently. And Vince Carter basically put Canada on the map for NBA fans, I feel like, with his electric play. And his till today, I still think the Sam Contest he participated in when he won with uh, the likes of Tracy McGrady also competing. I thought that was one of the best slam dunk contests ever. Maybe still the best slam dunk contest ever. Yeah, you can argue Jordan had the best slam dunk with the free throw line, but in terms of just complete work of the slam dunk contest, the complete all the dunks and all the highlights of that slam dunk contest, I think it's called overall had a better collection of dunks than anybody else. That's how I feel. You feel free to disagree with me on my Instagram or Twitter. That's all I have for Vince Carter. Great sportsman, great ambassador to the game. I will miss Vince Carter. I'll be remiss if I don't mention Vince Carter's Olympic dunk. You know the dunk. He stole the ball about elbow three-pointer line, took off about 10 feet away from the basket, and dunked over the seven-footer from the France team. I mean, I was stunned when I saw that. Everybody was stunned. Gary Payne dropped his jaws. Finn Baker was in disbelief. Kevin Garnett also dropped his jaws, and Kevin Garnett went in there and and bumped chest with Vince Carter after the dunk to celebrate. Vince Carter was so pumped, and everybody was just 
in disbelief. They were just stunned. That's how I would describe it. It was a stunning dunk to dunk over a seven footer in a game. Like I said, he stole the ball and he had a full runway and jumped over a guy. Like that is a slam dunk contest dunk that a lot of people have done. But he did that in a game. And you saw the finish. If the basket was like a foot back or a foot away, he would still make that dunk. He had that much room. He had that much air to dunk the ball after jumping over a seven footer. It was a stunning dunk. I, I can't keep saying the word. I keep saying the word stunning. That's how I describe it. It was an amazing dunk. That dunk was so bad that seven footer Frederick Weiss was actually a draft pick of the New York Knicks. I think it was first round draft pick of New York Knicks. He never showed up to the NBA after that dunk. That was so bad. He dunked somebody out of the NBA. Vince Carter did. It was in the biggest stage in the Olympics. To do a dunk like that in the biggest stage is amazing. Greatest dunk in Olympic history ever. One last thing about Vince Carter before we leave. His slam dunk where he did a 360 windmill dunk from the baseline. That was the most electric dunk I've ever seen. Like It blew my mind. I couldn't comprehend what happened. Like I couldn't process. I had to go through it frame by frame to understand how he got the 360 and wind up at the same time to do a windmill. And that is the part I love about Vince Carter. That slam dunk is the most lasting image of him for me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, among other platforms. You can follow me at bbdaddypodcast on Twitter or at basketballdaddypodcast on Instagram. Thank you again for listening. See you next time. Thank you.